episode of Nerd Parents is brought to you today by Chore Monster. Chore Monster is a web and mobile app that makes chores fun for kids. Now available on iOS, Windows Mobile, Kindle Fire, and Android. Sign up for your free account at choremonster.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Nerd Parents. This is episode 40, and this is a podcast where we come together every week in a positive space with a group of friends and parents to discuss parenting in a nerdy world. Just a friendly reminder, every kid is different and so are we, so please do your research and find out what's right for your family. I'm your host, Nicole Spagnolo, and I have a little boy named Mateo who's going to be three next week. Um, so we're in the party planning phase, but uh, every week uh, we have parents come on the show, and, and this this is a, a rare show. This is just a, a twofer. <laughs> Usually we have three people, three parents on the show, um, but today I'm welcoming... Uh, a good friend, uh, Stephen Schleicher from Major Spoilers. Hey, Stephen. Hello, Nicole. Thank you for having me here oh, this week. Thank you for joining on the last minute. I'm like, hey, you want to do a show? Yeah, no problem. <laughs> like the parenting. Uh, I don't know. I, I get so busy doing. It feels like I'm doing all kinds of stuff. But then then I'm like, what am I doing? <laughs> but Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? And a lot of it for me right now is just just parenting stuff. Actually. Yeah, I guess I guess because I'm a very task-oriented person. Like I always set goals, I have, you know, mm-hmm. and and then I, at the end of that, you have something that you can be like, I did this and this is the result of it. But I yeah. think with parenting, it's just this nebulous thing that, I don't know, I, I'm I'm doing poor, poor job explaining it. No, I understand. It's just like, um, I don't know where we want to start today, but I had to take my son in. Um, he has a huge, my oldest, he's seven years old, mm-hmm. uh, Mason, I've, Last time I was on, I, I was not using his name. Now he's a little bit more open and wants to be involved really? more in podcasting and stuff. So I'm using his name. But he had an abscess, and so we, he has to have a, a tooth yanked and a spacer put in. And it's like we went in and did an hour and a half in the dentist office, and we walked out. And I was like, where did the time go? I, right, right. And and it just seems like that all the time where last night we did a soccer game and then came home, and it was like five minutes later, it was time to sit down and do podcasts. And so, you know, that, that intersection of, of parenting and, and podcasting and professional um, activities right. is really a, a, a juggle and a management. And I don't know. I've got to give credit to people like Scott Johnson, people who have more than two kids. Because, mm-hmm. man, it is crazy times. I, I would love to have known Scott when his kids were younger. But because don't you think that as they get older, I mean, they oh, get yeah, more yeah. independent and they no, kind no, of. That's totally the case now. And I think you'll see that, too, because with Mason, when he was, eh, you know, when he was Mateo's age, mm-hmm. day off of school meant I've got to be there 100 percent of the time in the same room watching, making sure that, you know, that bad things aren't happening. Got to be around when he needs to use the potty and those kinds of things. Right. Wipe um, their butts. Now it's, now it's just like, <laughs> hey, buddy, I need to go downstairs and do some work. If you need something, come down. If you need a snack, you know where the snacks are. And, you know, he pretty much just runs himself and he'll sit down and play video games or play with his Lego or do whatever. And if he wants to come out and hang out with me, he'll just come downstairs and say, hey, is it okay if I sit down and watch my iPad or play a game? And it's like, sure, go right ahead. So, yeah, once they get older, there's a lot less of the – the constant monitoring that has to go on. Yeah. Mark, uh, my husband, uh, described – at the time, it was when we were playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> but at the time, it was like, you have so much free time in your in your day. Right. And whatever you're doing, what at the time for us, it was World of Warcraft. And so we would we would have our jar of marbles with work and, you know, cleaning the house and doing different mm-hmm. things. And then Warcraft came in and just filled in like sand, all right. the little crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about kids. Like yeah. all, all the little <laughs> anything is absorbed at mm-hmm. that point. And I, I believe me, if you're listening to this, I'm not complaining at all. I love my yeah, kid. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I just, I, it's such a, a different and kind of reflecting over the last three years of, of being a new parent. What a different mindset it I have now versus before before I had kids. Mm -hmm. Um, I was never like, you would never have caught me awake before (laughs) (laughs) 6am ever, even when, cause my, the company I was working for, they had East coast time. 
Right. And I was like, you better not start a meeting at, at 6 a.m. Like everyone knew it yeah. wasn't happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right. Well, um, I we kind of jumped right into it. But just in case we have new listeners, do you want to just kind of give a quick introduction of, of uh, your family? Sure. So I'm Steven Schleicher. I run a website called Majorspoilers.com. We have a number of podcasts that people listen to. I have two kids. The oldest is seven. His name's Mason. Uh, the other one we refer to as the sidekick uh, for right now because uh, we've talked about this before about opening up in, in mm-hmm. social media and exposing our kids and everything. But he's three years old. And uh, they're both really smart. My uh, seven-year-old is uh, now in second grade. And my youngest has just uh, graduated from like a toddler room at the daycare Yay. to a – um, whatever it is, the, yeah, um, the, yeah, whatever preschool. Yeah. The they three, call it preschool. Yeah. The yeah. threes room. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Mateo, because he was potty trained when we moved to a Montessori school, um, they didn't put him in the toddler room anymore. They're like, no, he's, Good. he's going to be in the threes room three. And, a, and I was like, Oh, and so he was the smallest. And so yeah. we found out that he, cause there's with Montessori, they do a range. They don't just say, all the threes in here, they actually say from three to five. Mm-hmm. So the older kids can mentor the younger kids and the younger kids can look up to the older kids. And yep. it's actually a really kind of cool system. But they apparently when they go out on the playground, Mateo's referred to as the baby. <laughs> <laughs> so he always plays the baby, I guess, when they're playing house or whatever. So yeah. it's just so funny because I and I didn't realize that because um, a few weeks ago, he, he wanted to be a baby. Like he was like, mm. oh, man. I'm like, what are you doing? You're a big boy. And now I'm like, okay. So he's playing, pl- pretending. <laughs> with the sidekick, I, don't, I have not really figured out what his, what the social structure is with him at school because I'm asked, I'll ask him, you know, what are the names of your friends? And he can't tell me the names of his friends or he won't or mm-hmm. he's goofing around. I don't know what. Yeah. But he refers to his circle of friends as my boys. Really? I don't know where he got that from. <laughs> But and because he's not, you know, he's not that kind of a kid, but he's just like, oh, yeah, me and the boys are going to go play. The or boys. today I played with my boys. And it's like, what are you talking about? These <laughs> kids are bigger than you. And uh, in many cases, I think, well, with his group, the three year olds always are trickling in. Um, his preschool is broken into two groups, classroom A, classroom B. And classroom A is like three to a f- little bit um, past four. And then they graduate into B which is four to five. And then after five, they go to kindergarten. The, um, the school system it, blows my mind. <laughs> yeah. But he's, it's just really funny to see him try to, to interact and, and talking about what his circle of friends mm-hmm. are in, in that school system. But you can tell that, um, the older kids in the, in the room know who the younger kids are and the younger kids. It's really funny because once they gra- have moved from toddler into the, into the preschool, they refer to everyone who's in toddler and below as just the babies. The babies, yeah. And that they don't want to be associated with them. It's yeah. really weird. Yeah. Um, have you guys gotten school pictures yet? Yeah, we did school pictures uh, from Mason several weeks ago. And then uh, the sidekick, he did his just two weeks ago, yeah. How'd they turn out? We haven't seen them yet. But oh. My guess is that they turned out fine. He is a ham when it comes to the camera. So is Mateo, but ours turned out horrible. Oh, no. He was, uh, he was in a bad mood that oh. morning, and I guess the, the minute he, we, we walked in, he was one of the first ones at school, so they were just trying to get him done before mm-hmm. all the kids came in, and he just, he, I have to, I'll post it to this episode, because he's just like, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> not happy. Like, I, I don't know, like, I took away his favorite whatever, I mean, he just looks just distraught. But, but what did you dress him in something different? Than no, no, wears? not at all. I put him in his Star Wars T-shirt, and oh, okay. I just think he was just you know an off mood, and uh, he just was not happy. Well, because with ours, normally he wears superhero T-shirts all the time: Spider Man, Iron Man, Hulk, whatever. And on picture day, we had him wearing a little polo with with stripes. Oh yeah, he just was having a fit. He was just like, I don't like this shirt. I don't want to wear this shirt. And it's like, well, buddy, this is you know we want to look nice. You know, grandma and grandpa are going to get your pictures and these kinds of things. And he was real fussy about that. But then when we talked to him, we were like, so when they get ready to take your picture, what do you say? And we got him to say Hulk smash because <laughs> that gets him to laugh. Yeah. And so he was he was all good on that. They didn't uh, say they had a problem with it. We're waiting. I'm thinking this week or next we should see the proofs. Well, and I, I, I 
So we went, this is our second school that we've been at. So the one previous, they took a, a really great picture of Mateo. And I'm like, how did you get him to smile that big? Mm-hmm. And I and I ended up, because I don't know the pricing of this stuff, but I now realize I totally overpaid for oh, yeah. his price. I mean, that's so expensive. This new school, though, uh, the most you can spend is is like 60 bucks. Uh, whereas the other school, it was like a hundred and something. Yeah. And they, it gets, when, Ma- uh, when Mason was younger, they did this scam where, um, I say it's a scam, but you, you come in and you can dress your kid up in some oldie timey clothes oh, yeah, yeah. and have pictures taken. And of course me being a dad and he was our first son and we didn't know if we were going to have they another They prey one. on us, like, man. Oh yeah. Like, it's like, well, here's this package that's $320 and it's all inclusive <laughs> for all of this stuff. Or you can get these smaller packages. I'm like, well, just give me the $320 one. It's like, God. I was, and, uh, <laughs> but and I feel bad because now with the sidekick, we're <laughs> definitely not going to do that. Yeah. And I have this fear that he's going to get older and say, well, you guys never cared about me. I mean, I'm wearing, I wore my brother's hand-me-downs and you don't have giant pictures of me hanging up and all this stuff. And it's like, oh, oh gosh. I mean, it's like you, we were suckers. I know. Well, the, and they prey on, on new parents, yeah, total do. suckers. Um, I've read a number of really good blog posts talking about the first kid, the second kid, and then the third kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and just, she was basically apologizing to the third kid. <laughs> uh, have you ever read this book? And I mean, it's really for um, parents that are kids that have uh, more than, than two kids in the family. It's called The One in the Mil- Middle is the Green Kangaroo. No. And it's all about um, this kid who is the middle child and how – and I've man, it's been like oh, probably 30 years since I read this book. Um, but the kid in the middle is feels like that – they're left out because so much attention is paid to the older kid or so much attention is paid to the younger kid. And the one in the middle is just kind of stuck there and doesn't right. have anything really to do. But I remember reading that book and it's really, really good um, point of view from, from that middle child's perspective of, you know, what it's like to be the middle child. Yeah. Well, I always, the joke is on Brady Bunch, Marsha, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. right? <laughs> you always felt bad for Jan. Poor Jan. Well, I kind of, I kind of feel bad for Mason too because, and because he doesn't remember. But when he was three, he had all the focus and attention on him. And now that with the three-year-old, as we're trying to get him to do things or do things differently, I know that we're we're focusing a lot of attention on him just because he's still learning and still growing and developing. Mm-hmm. And Mason gets really, really mad about that. He's like, well, why does this, why does he get to do this? And why does he get to do that? And this is not fair. And it's like, buddy, you, we went through this exact same thing with you. And, you know, we talked to him about, you know, he doesn't understand as much as you about sharing and toys and all these kinds Mm -hmm. of things. And it's, it's really kind of rough because I feel like Mason is sitting there going, well, he gets all the special treatment and I don't get anything when, hey man, there's a $320 picture up on the wall. You don't (laughs) see that of your little brother. (laughs) Right. Well, and I think that's, something that Mark and I discussed, it's like when, when you add another kid, it totally changes the whole family dynamic. Yeah. So we're just now finding our groove with our son. And it's like, do we want to roll those dice and add another one and see what we get? And I mean, it could change Mateo's personality because he's going to feel, maybe he'll rise to the occasion. You're just never going to know. Uh, know how they're going to react until they're put in the situation. Right. Like for me, I was, um, my brother was four years younger than me. Mm-hmm. Um, we got, a, I think we got along pretty well. Um, there were, we had a lot of fighting moments too, but yeah. for the most part, I think we got along. It was in his teen years when he got to be a teenager, then we were enemies. <laughs> he hated me. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I think, with me, my sister was six years younger than is six years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So it's a really huge gap in that her activities and my ac- activities never align. And because she was younger, she did get more attention um, simply because, hey, I've got a license to drive. I can go in and take myself to the sporting event or whatever. But mom and dad both go with my sister to go do her thing. And, you know, she was always closer to home than I was going to college. So yeah. you know, she gets a lot more focus attention. And that was, I mean, uh, it's only been probably in the last, oh, 12 years that we've really gotten along together. Yeah, now. right. Um, and, you know, there's there are lots of books and studies and one way or the other of, 
you know, a single kid is just as well adjusted as, you know, a kid that has somebody that's been born mm-hmm. within two or three years of each other uh, with a younger sibling or an older sibling or whatever. I don't know. I, it's it's different to see these two interact with one another because some days it's just like, hey, let's play and let's laugh and have fun. And then it's other days where it is just bicker from the moment that oh, they get up. Oh, goodness. And those are the those are the worst days in the, in the world oh. because – my patience sometimes can be very, very thin. And on a day when I'm having a, a bad mood myself yeah. and they're yelling and screaming and fighting, it is just like I will yell right back at them. And it's like yeah. you guys are going to time out. You're sitting here. You're sitting there. And they know that I'm mad. And then it freaks them out and yeah. causes more problems throughout the day. So yeah. it's it's difficult, well, especially when they want to play together, but they aren't getting along. Yeah. And so it's like I told you to stop playing with your brother why are you doing this again? And now look, you've just recaused the same, the same problem. <laughs> I again. can't help myself. That's kind of what it I is. I must poke him. Yes. I mean, <laughs> yes. I can't. We, my, my dad and mom would take my brother and me to Florida and my dad would drive straight through. Mm-hmm. And it was a 24 hour drive. It yeah. would take 24 hours. He would just haul ass on the highway. And this is, and this is back in the day when they would just, we had a station wagon and they just yeah, put just a blanket, in the way back. <laughs> they'd throw us in the back of the car yeah. and be like, don't say a word. And then mm-hmm. we, it, there would be points in the time where like, Jason's touching me and, nah, 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 nah. and just, oh my gosh, I couldn't even imagine. You said your brother was younger than you? Yeah, he was younger than me. Do you think he figured out what your, what your trigger points were early uh, on? Probably. Like things that got you annoyed? Yeah, he, so I was, duh, I was really into video games as a kid mm-hmm. and him messing with my video games, he would go and turn it off. He, yeah, he would just do stuff or stand in front of the TV. Uh, he would always know how to just mess with me. Just yeah. be a little turd. Yeah. Cause <laughs> the youngest he's figured out in the morning, like when we're going to school, although I think I've gotten it broke of it this week where they'll both be sitting in their in their seats and I'm backing out and then all of a sudden Mason starts screaming tell him to stop pointing at me and the youngest has just figured out if he just points at <laughs> at Mason it bothers him so much that he starts fighting and oh, they start no. shoving each other and it's like you kids knock it off oh no uh, but it's just like he knows that that's what's going to get Mason mad or upset and he does it intentionally interesting um Mateo's been getting better with his uh, temper tantrums. Mm-hmm. Um, and he doesn't really have anyone to annoy him except for me and Mark. <laughs> yeah. And the one way we know we can annoy him is when we sing to his songs. Oh, so yeah. like if we're listening to Lego, I don't know why he gets upset. But when we're watching Lego movie, I want to sing Everything is Awesome. Right. right. And he's like, no, mommy, no. No, the the... The youngest is he's the exact really? same way in that if we're sing, trying to sing a song along with him, he gets really mad and it's just mm-hmm. like, stop it. Don't sing this song. It's, my, it's, it's like it's perfectly his okay for him to do it. But, yeah. you know, this last week, oh, last couple of weeks, he's uh, gotten hooked on these songs. It used to be Itsy Bitsy Spider. I'm glad he's off of that. But now <laughs> it's this one about uh, uh, Father Finger, Father Finger, where are you? And they go through all the fingers and it's mommy and daddy. And I've never heard the song. It's a crazy little song and you can find a million different variations on YouTube. But um, he started going around and singing it. And then so what we've done is when he's like, daddy finger, daddy finger, where are you? Then I'll pop up and I'll sing the here I am, here I am, how are you? And then it gets <laughs> to mom and she does that. And then Mason will do it. And then he goes, then he gets to the baby finger part and everybody's quiet and he's just looking at him. And he kind of gets mad. He's like, I'm not the baby. Oh. I'm not but, it, but, you know, I think he's starting to understand that you can have a good shared experience when, um, you know, when you're singing together or when you're hanging out together or when you're doing doing whatever. And it may just be the the point where at this age development, I don't remember this happening with Mason, but maybe in this point in his development, he's starting to realize that, hey, it's pretty cool that these other people are around, but they still let me go do whatever I want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's really weird. It's, it's very, very different. Yeah. I, Mateo's kind of, he's on the, that edge too. I think, I guess it's around the threes. They probably mm-hmm. crave more independence. Um, he's oh, yeah. been, he's been getting his own water and just doing mm-hmm. little things. And 
they seem like little things, but they're huge for someone that's never been able to do that before. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I, Mason, we saw the same way. And, and with the youngest, he's the same way where he's just – he wants to get his own water. He he now knows how to open up the refrigerator and knows where his drinks are at so he can get them out. And he knows where the snacks are and is able to make his own choices. And he really, really likes that a mm-hmm. lot. Yeah, and, I like giving him choices. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he also – is super content to just go and play by himself. Yeah, that Mateo's not there yet. Yeah, Mason wasn't that way, which was really weird because all of a sudden one day, you know, Mason would go do something and he'd come run back over in a minute or two or he wants to sit next to you. And he's a very, you know, um, I don't want to say emotional as in he, he cries easily, uh, that kind of stuff. But he's very wants to be near people mm. and feel loved and that kind of stuff. That's the same way with Mateo. And, and the youngest... I, this happened maybe six months, eight months ago where I was upstairs on a day that he was home and I just was typing, working on something on the website. And I was like, wait a minute, it's real quiet. I better go and check and see what's going on. And I just turn around the corner and he's just in the playroom and he's just playing with the toys by himself. And we'll do that for hours on end uh, unless you go in and interrupt him with mm-hmm. something saying, hey, oh, you want a drink, you want a snack or something right. like that. So it's, it's really cool to see that he's very independent in that way. No, I'm I'm looking forward to that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Maybe it's the first child, and, and maybe you know, because you are focused so much on on the only child in the house. I don't I don't know. Well, they I, did a study where they said like um, only children have tendencies, and one of those is they're real like they're really close with their parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. So I mean, I'm his playmate. Mark is his playmate. Right. And. We went to one of one of our ups this week was we went to a trampoline. Oh yeah, um, I saw those videos. Center called yeah. Sky Zone. They have these. I, I guess it's a chain. Yes, but they, it is. They I've never been to one, and I wasn't sure if he was old enough to go to it. But they have like a little toddler area too. Mm-hmm. Of course, he didn't want to be in that area. <laughs> he wanted to be where everybody else was. Um, and that was fine. He was able to kind of handle himself. But it was funny because he – so he jumped for an hour. You basically $6 and the kids can jump for an hour. And they can – they have different – like they have a basketball thing and they got a foam pit that they can jump into. And so Mark decided to jump with them. And at night, we found – he, uh, it was around, I guess it was around 10 o'clock, Mateo screaming, screaming. Mm. And I go in there and he's like, owie, owie, owie. And he's rubbing his legs. And I go, Mark, do you think it's growing pains? Mm-hmm. And it couldn't, it wasn't a bad dream. Definitely not a bad dream. He kept pointing to his legs and rubbing his legs and we did a little bit of research. And um, they say that around ages three to four, and then again at eight to nine, you know, so-called growing pains happen. Yeah. But there's, I guess there's some um, controversy or uh, some people, you know, some doctors don't necessarily think that it's growing pains. It's more you're using muscles you've never used before Ah, at that age. So it's more of a developmental point at that age. So you're becoming more mobile so of course you're going to use muscles you've never used before, and those are going to hurt. So I thought that's that- interesting because Mason did that exact same thing about three, where he was just like owie owie, it hurts. And Thomas has been doing that not as much, but more for him it's his feet because he's doing a lot more running around and jumping mm-hmm. than what he's done before. So oh, that's interesting if it's about the muscle. That's an interesting uh, yeah idea. So I gave Mateo a little bit of Tylenol. Took about 15 minutes to kick in. And then he was asleep until the morning. But yeah, uh, yeah, I was like, oh my God, what's going on? (laughs) But yeah, we were like, okay, he just used his entire body all like for an hour straight on this Mm -hmm. trampoline park thing. Mm -hmm. And it kind of made sense that he would be having those kinds of pains um, from from being so active. So that's what I'm loving seeing Mateo kind of grow into kind of being able to do and climb and do things that he, he hasn't been able to do before. So that's always a fun part of it. I think the youngest light likes to beat up Mason where he'll just grab him and take him down and <laughs> he doesn't hit him, but you know, he's on him and <laughs> yeah. you know, holding him down in, in, in ways that don't look um, healthy or anything. 
but he's also really scared of a lot of things, which is surprising. Um, and so yesterday we went out to Mason's soccer game and it was just the young one and I, and we're sitting in the bleachers and we are on the lowest bench. And so the grass is like less than a foot away, maybe eight, nine inches. And the grass is really soft because it's a nice soccer field. And I was like, buddy, why don't you just jump off? Just jump off the bench into the grass. And he's like, no, that's, I'm scared. No, 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 no. And it's like, the grass is really soft. And, you know, even if you fall, you're going to be fine. And it took about 10 minutes before he finally built up enough nerve to finally jump off and do that initial oh, wow. jump off of a step. And yeah. then suddenly he's like, oh, this is the greatest thing in the ah. world. And so then I could focus on the game while he was like, look, Dad, I'm jumping, <laughs> jumping. off, I'm jumping off, I'm jumping off. Uh, so it's, it's yeah, it's it's cool to see them have those new experiences and do things that they haven't done before, like Mateo going to the to the trampoline uh, yeah. place. Um, but then it's it's interesting to see then how does that change them going forward because mm-hmm. he likes to get out of the car now by himself, so he kind of sits down on the edge and kind of slides off. And... Um, this morning I was like, well, why don't you just jump out? And he's like, no, not yet. Too far. Aww. And so he, he kind of knows now yeah. what his, his distance is for what he's, he is safe doing or what he's uh, comfortable doing yeah. and doesn't want to push it too much further. Well, um, one of my, one of my downs, we've been kind of struggling with Mateo's bedtime routine mm-hmm. and I moved him in, in trying to kind of, make him feel like he's a big boy because he's been in a toddler bed. So he went from a crib to the toddler bed and toddler beds, like literally just a mattress on the floor Mm -hmm. (laughs) pretty much. So I decided, cause I know how much he likes feeling like he has his own space. So we do like tunnels in the couch. He likes, and I remember as a kid really enjoying that too. I would, I would make a little fort in the closet and that mm-hmm. was my little, that was my space. Like I would, I liked to be closed in when I was, when I was younger. So, yeah. and I know he likes that too. So I found this bed, uh, speaking of jumping off, it <laughs> I, kind of, I can't believe I did this, but it has a little ladder. It's not a bunk bed. Yeah. So it's a, it's like one of those um, step two beds. Mm-hmm. So, but it's almost like a crib in a twin mattress. Oh, that's weird. And it has like storage underneath and a ladder that they can climb up into. But mm-hmm. then there's like, you know, things around so they don't fall out. Right. But it's a fun, it's such a fun bed. And he's he likes it more. And one of the reasons why I like it is because he really has to think about, do I want to get out of this bed because I'm going to have to climb down the ladder? <laughs> yeah. And then I'm going to have to climb back up. So we've just been doing a lot of trying to get him to stay in bed. I still use the tot clock, which I don't mm-hmm. think they are in stock anywhere. I've had a couple of people email me and say, we can't find that tot clock anywhere. Um, but there's some alternative ones. So, you know, every night I say to him, what's the color of the, of the clock? Blue. What does that mean? Stay in bed. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. When it, what color will it be when you can get up when it's time to wake up? Yellow. Okay. <laughs> I would just remind him every single, and just for the past few mornings, though, he wakes up at 530. I'm like, buddy, is your clock yellow? No, blue. Get back in bed. <laughs> yeah. I, for us, it's it has to totally do with not wetting the bed in that uh, my wife gets up at like 5, 530 every morning uh, to get ready for the day. Mm. And sure enough, like 10 minutes, five minutes after she gets in the shower, I hear, mom mom and it's like oh buddy what do you want he's like i gotta go to the bathroom it's like well get up and go to the bathroom so you gotta walk down the hallway with him and use the bathroom then he's like i just i know it's it's still dark i i i just don't want to go back into my bed and then he climbs up into my bed and lays down and and kind of rolls around and causes trouble oh my god i've tried that before where i pulled mateo in and then like Couple minutes later, he's sideways with his foot in my face. Yes, <laughs> this is not I know what that is. What is that? I don't know. It's this constant kicking, and and the youngest is sometimes he'll just bro, try to bro his feet under me <laughs> to keep him warm, and it's like, would you knock it off? Stop he's, it! He just laughs and thinks yeah, it's funny. So it's funny. Like, oh, I'm trying to sleep. I need one more hour. So when you when you put your kids down for for bedtime, do you have like a process? Like we always do bath. Yes. Uh, what is it? Ba- it's like the three B's or something like that. That that 
I can't remember bath, 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 and balling, and then <laughs> bath, balling, <laughs> and book. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. You know, my wife Chada, she's she usually takes care of their evening routine after she's. You are home. very lucky, man. I just want you to know well, that, <laughs> and that's only because. Uh, well, this is not always the case. Most of the nights, because I've got podcasts or something to do yeah. with the website in the evening, she's like, "Okay, well, I'm fine with helping get the kids to sleep and whatnot." But usually, I pick up the kids. We come home, and uh, I cook dinner while Mason does his homework, and Thomas goes and plays, and then we sit down and we eat dinner together. And then, depending on if my wife is home or not, it's bath time for both of them. And um, there's always a fight on who's going to go first and who gets to play longer or whatever. Do you have special uh, toys or anything that you? That yeah, you do the-, the youngest really has these color changing cars that he likes a lot, oh, and so that's kind of an incentive for him to take neat. a bath. What 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 are they? They're just little matchbox cars that you put them in the water and they change from one color to another. And then so we take a little um, cup of ice so he can put it in the. Are they uh, meant for water? Are they meant for bath? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're oh. totally meant to get wet, but they're not necessarily for bath. But they're totally meant to get wet so that they can change. Um, oh, neat change color. And oh. he likes that. Mateo loves cars and. Yeah. We've, we've been using uh, the tablets. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, to that, color the water. The or color, yeah, the color. you got to be careful with how many you use because it can dry their, their skin out. Mm. Um, but we got like a, a thing of 100 or no, 300 of them for like $10. <laughs> and you can put different colors in. So we always give them a choice. I'm like, what color do you want your water to be? <laughs> and he's like, blue. Okay, put this one in there. And phew, and yeah, the youngest, I think he just likes to have some kind of water toy in there. Mm-hmm. So if my wife's not home, I'll make sure that the kids have gotten done with their bath. And it, my wife's a nurse, so it kind of uh, some nights while she's waiting for doctors to fill out reports, it can make her get home really late um, or later. Uh, so then after that's done, then they have free time to do whatever they want. Um, it could be play with toys, read a book, do whatever. And then it's snack time. And then when they're done with snacks, it's um, time to brush their teeth. And then somewhere around 8, 830, they're off into bed and they can wind down because they are – both of them together get super yeah, I bet. wound up. So, yeah. you know, then for the next 30 minutes to an hour, they can watch their iPads um, and watch a show or something so that they calm down. And then it's lights out and they're Oh, that's so bed. interesting. See, Mateo is the exact opposite. I have to cut the television and iPad off. At least no later than 30 minutes before he goes to bed mm, because mm-hmm. it winds him up. Mm. There's there's times where the youngest where he gets to watching his shows and um, he'll get excited about them. But there are some these videos that he's been watching, which I think are really dumb, but they're like unboxing videos of oh, like yeah, yeah. Play-Doh. And he is like super into watching these things and it just lulls him because he'll just sit there. And he'll talk back and forth to the person that's that's uh, doing the voiceover stuff, and it just calms him down, and then he's then he's off. Does he watch the kid that does the unboxing? No, he's, I, it's it's the Disney Toy Club or something. Oh it's yeah, not even she, re- it's, she is a woman, it's a right? Hobby, ho- yeah, ho- and he also watches Hobby Kids, and they're yeah, they're not related to Hasbro or Disney or anything like that. Um, they just do these videos, and he just loves them. And yeah, it's crazy these videos. One of them he was watching the other day. I was like, well, how many views does this dumb video have? 64 million views? Holy crap. <laughs> I, I got I to get my iPhone out and start I opening know, right? things that I buy at the checkout stand. The Disney collector one, she just, I watched, she's like one of the top 10 YouTubers. Yeah. It's crazy. And it's crazy. I know, right? And I watched her videos and I was thinking, I was expecting like, I don't know, stuff to happen. And all right. she's doing is, uh, she's just... Opening at that time, she was just opening Easter egg things. That's the one. That's the one he was watching there too, because he's like, "Oh!" And uh, he was like, uh, "Hidden Easter egg. This is my favorite one." And he'll sit and watch it. But the thing is, for him, and I think it's part of her voice, and also the guy that does the other one, the Hobby Toys one, mm-hmm. where they are, they're sort of talking down to the kid, but they're doing it in a way of, "Hey, kids, is it time for us to open up one of these eggs?" And the cool thing is, is he's into it enough to where he's responding back to them. He's yeah. talking back to them. Yeah. And that really calms him down as opposed to, yay, it's exciting time and let's yeah. get excited about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So it's really weird. But, um, yeah, it usually takes 30 minutes for them to wind down yeah. uh, before they go to bed. What um, time do you I, – I, I always am curious if I'm off or on Mark with Mateo. So he usually goes to bed 
I usually, we start his bath at 6.30. Mm -hmm. And then by the time we do the bath and stories, I usually kick Mark out because Mark, Mark is his playmate. So he, I mean, he's like the television. (laughs) He charges Mateo up. So I'm like, by 7.15, you're out of the room. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then we read stories and I try and usually he's asleep by eight o'clock, but Mm. then there's certain, like, I find that if I miss that window, if I, if we wait until say seven o'clock to give him a bath, then he's awake until nine. It's so interesting. Those little, like you have that window of, of opportunity (laughs) to get your kid asleep. They're, they're supposed to go into the bedroom between seven 30 and eight o'clock. Um, just depending though of the night of the week and certainly on Fridays and Saturdays, we let them stay up later. Mm-hmm. Mason will probably, you know, turn off his iPad and everything around nine 30 and fall asleep. Um, Thomas, it just as varies. Cause some days when I pick him up from school, we're riding on the way home and he's like, dad, I'm tired. I'm just ready for bed. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, let's, you know, let's just go and eat dinner and do our routine. Um, so yeah, we try to get him into bed around a certain window time, mm-hmm. but then it's kind of up to them to fall asleep. Well, it's funny because you're describing a blog post that I just came across last night that I'm considering. So I'm I've been so very regiment regimented with his bedtime, mm-hmm. and he you know he doesn't want to go to sleep. But this blog post talks about kind of what you're talking about, letting the kid decide. Yeah. Um, The problem I have right now, like when I tell Mateo, okay, you can stay up as long as you want, but you're going to have to stay in your room. He doesn't stay in his room. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't get get that yet. (laughs) We haven't gone that far where it's just like, hey, you go into your room because my wife still goes in with them and make Mm -hmm. sure that they're staying in bed because I'll be down here working and the youngest bedroom is right above my office and I'll hear, you know, boom. And it's like, oh, somebody's jumping around. Somebody's, you know, goofing off. Um, But on days when he's really tired, he'll be sitting next to me and he's like, dad, I'm just tired. I'm like, well, why don't you just go to bed? He's like, okay. And he'll just wander off and he'll lay down for probably 10 or 15 minutes and then he'll come out and kind of stand at the door like, Somebody's supposed to come in here with me, right? <laughs> and then he'll he'll go back. Um, but yeah, usually they need somebody in there to kind of keep them. I have a little chair that I sit in. That mm. I, if I just sit in the chair, then I I've actually been trying to do the baby the baby whisper method, which is you slowly inch yourself out of the oh, room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I did that a long time ago with Mason. Did that work for a yeah, while? Yeah, to a point, yeah. yes. Um but, you know, very I think the frustrating thing with me is like um I'd start with, you know, lay down next to him and let him go to sleep and then, you know, a few nights later I'd be just sitting next to him and then right. a few nights later at the end of the bed and then a few nights later in a chair beside the bed and then, you know, halfway across the room and then all the way across the room and he just sat there, especially mm-hmm. on the all the way across the room. He just lay there and look at me for the longest time because he's like, I don't want you to go. I don't want you to go. Right, I don't want you to go. So right. I don't know if I didn't do it right. Yeah. But it, it I think, was, again, it was every, just weird. And I think every kid's different. So mm-hmm. for Mateo, when he was in his like, I don't know, when he was two years old, you couldn't be in his room. Like right. your presence kept him awake. Mm-hmm. So we had to do some weird stuff with the door. And even to this day, um, when I'm having a particularly uh, frustrating time with him staying in his room and bed, I use the door as if you're not in bed, the door is closed. And if you're in bed, it's open. It's that mm-hmm. simple. And mm-hmm. that seems to have, like, he gets it. So if he'll co- if he comes out, I'm thinking, okay, he's asleep. I'm going to go ahead and go. And then he's walking down the hall, and you just stand there, like, back in bed. So yep. he goes in his room. I close the door, and he goes, no. I go, mm-hmm. get in bed. And then he goes, okay. <laughs> you, so, you haven't you haven't used the goblin or monster method? Oh, I'm not doing that, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's funny because both of the kids, both of them, and Mason is really level-headed about this, knows that there's no such thing as monsters. And he knows that, you know, zombies aren't real and there's no vampires or right. werewolves or any of that stuff, which is kind of sad because now he can't. I mean, he can still still get a little scared, but it's not like you can't jump out and wear a funny mask and have him freak out or anything. Right, like right, that. right. Not that you know, I'm sure that has some mental thing on their kids. But <laughs> Thomas is the same way where he is very level headed about knowing that it's a joke. But, you know, if we say, oh, my gosh, 
you better you better get into the bathtub or the goblins are going to get you. He looks around <laughs> like, oh, my God, they're going to come. And then he runs off <laughs> into the bathroom. It's like, you're weird. Oh, that's so funny. Because he knows that stuff isn't real. Right. So th- Mark's going to kill me. Apparently, when Mark was um, a toddler, he would get out of his, his bed all the time, too. Mm-hmm. And... And they had ste- uh, he lived in a two-story house, and his mom just got so frustrated one night that apparently she hid <laughs> <laughs> and waited for him to come like out of the room and like scared him. <laughs> she goes, "He never got out of bed ne- after that." <laughs> it works. It works. <laughs> oh my goodness! So uh, that's funny. I know it's, it's I know it's I mean. I know we laugh, and I'm sure it's probably not the smartest thing to do to scare your kids. <laughs> but I think at the same time, they kind of like Mason. Yeah, yeah. If he's just if he's just not paying attention to something, because he's always you know he's got this uh, thing in his head that if he gets startled, it'll get rid of his hiccups. Oh yeah, and so he'll be hiccuping. He'll go over to to my wife, and he's like, "Hey, mom, um, I just uh, can you startle me so I can get rid of my hiccups?" And I'll be standing, you know, I'll be sitting or whatever three feet away and Chata's just looking ahead of him and then I'll just go like because he's not ex- he's expecting her to do it not me to do it and he'll just like freak out and then he'll look at me and he'll just start laughing his head off because oh, yeah. it's so funny and he knows that there's some kind of thrill from from having that adrenaline rush yeah Mateo likes that too I think all kids like to be scared in, yeah, in, yeah, a, yeah. in a controlled environment so uh, alright well let's move over um, I have a a, a music um segment today we have an email from jim and he said hi nicole heard on a previous episode that you're looking for more music for your podcast and wanted to suggest a band uh called casper baby pants <laughs> mm, i think i'm familiar with this. are you are you i think so yeah my daughter clara loves listening to them on, on car rides and the songs are super fun check out the site mm-hmm. at babypantsmusic.com thanks for doing the podcast and keep up the great work so i checked them out and it's super adorable and yeah. uh, there's one song that they have on youtube called uh, pretty crabby that I'm going to play for you. <laughs> it's a cool. It's, it's a really fun, cute song. So here you go. Here is uh, "Pretty Crabby" by Casper Baby Pants. Oh, I'm just loud right now. All right, try it again. Oh, so cute. Oh, so grumpy. Sea is smooth and shell is bumpy. I feel good, but you feel funky. Hey, hey, pretty crabby. How could something so darn cute try to pinch me through my boot? Scooting around in your birthday suit. Go, go, pretty crabby. Heidi ho, bad so batty. Lighty die, mad so matty. Heidi ho, sad so saddy. Oh, oh, oh. Pretty crabby. close don't move an inch open my hand and you might pinch if you do i'll need a stitch whoa whoa pretty crabby see your mouth spit out a bubble makes me want to run on the double i don't want crustacean trouble no no pretty crabby hidey ho bad so batty lie to die mad so matty hidey ho sad so saddy oh 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 pretty crabby Play a little crabby, okay. Oh, so cute. Oh, so grumpy. Uh Sea is smooth and shell is bumpy. I feel good, but you feel funky. Hey, hey, pretty crabby. How could something so darn cute Try to pinch me through my boot Scooting around in your birthday suit Go, go, pretty crabby Hold you close, don't move an inch Open my hand and you might pinch If you do, I'll need a stitch Whoa, whoa, pretty crabby See your mouth, spit out a bubble Makes me want to run on the double I don't want crustacean trouble No, no, pretty crabby Hidey ho, bad so batty Lie to die, bad so matty Hidey ho that's so 
<laughs> so pretty crabby by Casper Baby Pants. Yeah. Do you know that? You, are you familiar? You have with- a satellite radio. I used to. Oh, okay, because um, Disney Channel um, and the kids. Uh, I forget what the kids, other kids' channel is. They play a lot of these kinds of songs. Oh, it's do really they? Fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's how I found. Um, oh, who was it? The uh, the Star Wars song. Um, oh, I'm blanking on their name now. I feel horrible. <laughs> uh, kids' music. I have a yeah, yeah. board of education. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Why is yep. Dad so mad? I found mm-hmm. them through uh, one of those shows on uh, XM. Mm-hmm. I can't remember which one it was, but yeah, good stuff. Good stuff. All right. Well, let's move over to some family game night. This is a portion of the show where we just talk about what's going on. What are we playing with the kids? Maybe with uh, our our significant other, anything like that. Of course, the show notes are completely empty. So, Stephen, I'm relying on you for. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so, <laughs> what's really cool is, and this is more for the older son than the younger because he just does whatever. Um, but Mason has been real interested in what is Dad doing? What are the games Dad is playing? And several weeks ago, he was really into, I want to play Dungeons and Dragons. I want to do this. And I was like, well, there's this board game, Wrath of a Shardalon, and let's sit down and we can work through it. There's a single adventure game and um, for oh, just fun. one player and you can learn the mechanics and all these kinds of things. And he had a blast uh, playing that. And then uh, f- like after that, he was like, hey, dad, maybe a little bit later, you and I can do something, have an adventure together. And so a few hours later, we played the same game, the same board game again, but another adventure that comes in. There's like 12 different adventures that you can can go on uh, in this uh, Dungeons and Dragons game. Oh, and he cool. just had a blast, and we stayed up really late playing it past his bedtime. It was past 10 o'clock. Oh, I bet we you he'd love that. He did love that, and he had a lot of fun, even though we lost each time. And then the next day, my parents were coming out. I was like, well, you know, maybe, maybe Papa Joe will want to sit down with us and uh, play. And... My dad, I didn't figure was going to be interested at all, but we were sitting there after lunch and I was like, dad, why don't you come downstairs and play this uh, Dungeons and Dragons game with us? Like, yep, okay. And so we went down and we started playing and my dad had never played before. And so Mason's trying to explain to him what he needs to do and the (laughs) rules and everything. And then um, after we're done, I was like, well, maybe Grandma Mary will want to play too. And he runs upstairs and he's like, Grandma Mary, come down and play this game with us. And so my parents, who've never had any interest in, in Dungeons and Dragons, um, came downstairs and all four of us sat around and played and Mason just had a great time. Um, and he just, he really likes playing that game a lot. And it's, you know, it's a, it's mechanics. It's not a, it's not targeted towards children. I think it's actually 10 and up, I think is the age range on it. It's 12 and up. Oh, 12 and up. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's really smart and, and gets things. And of course, if you need to help him out a little bit, but he's very methodical in what spells he wants to use and do those kinds of things. And he just had a blast. And that was a really fun family, even though it wasn't the immediate family. It's grandma and grandpa playing. He just had a really fun time playing that game. And it was, it was super, it was an enjoyable family experience. And anytime my my mom comes over, he sits down with her and they play games on the iPad together, depending on, you know, there's board games now that mm-hmm. are on the iPad. And they'll just sit and play those for a long time. And, and he gets a kick out of that. Uh, I guess Pickup Sticks is now an app. Really? And they were playing that the other day. I was like, I don't know. And my dad and I were both scratching our heads going, how do you play Pickup Sticks on an iPad? But apparently you can. So oh, interesting. Well, uh, one of the apps that I've been, oh, yep, there it is. I have to check that out. Uh, one of the apps that um, Matei, I've been playing that has then turned into some of, I get help from a, on occasion from Mateo, is mm-hmm. uh, Fat Princess, the oh, yeah, new yeah. Fat Princess app, which mm-hmm. is a, it's a match game. So like Bejeweled. So mm-hmm. the the whole thing with the Fat Princess is you have to, you have your army. So you have a bomber, you have an archer, you have a, a priest, and you have a warrior. And you're using each one of those characters links up with a um, a tile that you can then create different mm. combos and things like that. And so you're fighting. Mm-hmm. So you're the red team. You're fighting the blue team. So I'm playing that. And you you got to go through different waves, and then you can power up the fat princess and use her in battle. And so I'm I'm sitting there, and Mateo's watching me, and I, I was like, "Buddy, you want to help me?" He's like, "Yeah." So he's like, "I'm like, okay, move the." Move the orange one, swap the orange one with the yellow one. And so I tell them which colors. So it's a fun little color 
matching game. So he yeah, really yeah. like he loves those types of games. Um, and then of course I'm right at the end, almost to winning, and he hits the fat princess button. I'm like, no, don't hit that button. <laughs> but yeah, it was it's it was really cute. I li- he likes playing fat princess with me now. <laughs> I, I think for the youngest, his favorite thing is still story bots. Uh, he's just enamored story with story bots. bots. If oh, I think yeah, you, yeah, you told me about that. I think last time, right? Yeah, he is just so into that that he is going as a story bot for Halloween. He'll probably be the only kid that's that knows what he is. Nobody else will probably know what he knows what he is, but he wants to be a story bot for Halloween. And he just they've got great learning songs. Oh, they've got little cute. great uh, interactive books that he loves, and it's 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 great. There's a bunch of uh, songs on YouTube. Drive a mm-hmm. truck. Mm-hmm. We are the planets. Oh, gonna have to check some of these out. Yeah, and the cool thing with that is if you've got the app, it's I think it's by the same guys that do Jib Jab. And so oh. you can put your picture in as as one of the robot kids. Oh neat. And so that's what he wants to go with. That's why he wants to go for that as as Halloween because and my wife knitted a little Aww. robot uh, hat for him to wear with eyes and everything and then he's just going to wear a striped shirt and He's super excited about it. Oh my gosh, Halloween. I can't get a straight answer out of out of Mateo on what he wants to be. Really? You what? know, it's uh, coming up just I, next well, week. Uh, he, I'll go, buddy, what do you want to be? A ghost. What do you want to be? A Lego. What do you want to uh, be? Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. <laughs> like, come on, pick, pick something, anything. Yeah, yeah. Just pick, yeah. pick it and stick with it, okay? <laughs> now, these, our kids, they know what they want to be like in August oh, wow. or in June. I, I know that with the youngest, he knew he wanted to be a story bot back in, uh, in June and then after uh, Guardians of the Galaxy came out, Mason was just like, I want to be Star-Lord. Oh, that's he's, awesome. He's been wanting to be Star-Lord for months now, and he's got a really cool costume. He's very excited about that. Yeah, Mateo hasn't really – I mean, the only consistent one he's picked is a ghost because we read uh, Clifford's Halloween, mm-hmm. and Clifford is a ghost. So he wants to be a ghost. Well, I got this little cute, uh, friendly uh, ghost sheet and uh, it was it was like ten bucks. I'm like, that's the cheapest costume ever. But the problem is, it goes over his head, and I don't think he wants that. Yeah. <laughs> so I can't. He always says he wants to be a ghost, but yet when I okay, put on your costume. No. So I'm like, it's a little conflicting, buddy. You're saying you want to be one thing, but you're not wanting to wear the costume. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have to think about that. Yeah, I've been. Halloween and Mateo's birthday. So Mateo was born on the 28th. And then, of course, Halloween's on the 31st. So, candy time. Yeah. Well, he doesn't like candy. Oh, you are so lucky. <laughs> you are so lucky. He doesn't like anything sweet. It's Except for icing. He will lick the icing off a cupcake, but he will never eat the cupcake. <laughs> Man, my kids are always begging for candy. It's just like, uh, there's a reason why one of you has cavities at age seven oh. and is looking at a root canal. Oh, no. Because you guys eat candy all the time. And it's not like we don't brush their teeth every right. night and floss. He's just got really crappy teeth. Mm. Yeah, Mateo is just, he's not interested. Um, I gave him a uh, Tootsie Pop. He, mm-hmm. he like licked it twice and then like, all done. I'm like, okay, bud. The, he, the youngest is getting that way too. I mean, he's not super into sweets, but if there's candy, he'll eat it. Mm-hmm. But like suckers, he'll lick on it for 15, 20 minutes and then he'll just go and throw it in the trash. And it's like, I'm done. Yeah. And it's like, uh, there's still a lot of, you haven't even gotten to the Tootsie Roll Dang. Center, the Tootsie Pop yet. Have you seen the commercial with the owl? <laughs> a one, <laughs> a two, three, three yeah. licks. Yeah. That's one of my favorite card, uh, commercials. Yep. Um, and then, oh, I have one other. Are, are you fans in your house of the uh, Go Away Big Green Monster books? Uh-uh. I, I'm not familiar with it. Oh, these are such fun little books. So there's an app now um, for Big Green Monster. And the author will read the story to you. And it's about fear. Oh, so, cool. and the, the book itself is like one of those die cut books. So mm-hmm. as you're turning the page, the monster is appearing. Oh, so cool. big green monster has two yellow eyes. Big green monster has uh, one greenish bluish nose. And as you're turning it, and then you finally build the face of the monster. And then you say, but... Go away, <laughs> but you don't scare me. So uh-huh. go away, purple scraggly hair, and then it, and it slowly then goes away, and then at oh, the very cool. end, the kid says, "It's almost a, it's a very empowering book for mm-hmm. the kid, um, especially if they're dealing with some kind of fear um, with monsters or anything like that." And at the very end, it says the the book says, uh, "And don't come back until I say so." 
So it's, it's really cute. And then yeah, there's... I'm looking at some pictures from the book right now. It looks very neat. The book is great. There's actually um, a couple different versions. So the original version is um, Big Green Monster. And then there's Nighty Night, Little Green Monster. And so you're saying goodnight. You're seeing the stars show up. And so right. the monster is going to go to sleep. And it's really cute. And so it's a baby monster at that point. Oh, very cool. Have You're familiar with uh, There's a Monster at the End of This Book, right? Oh, I the love Sesame that's Street one. Oh, yeah. We've been... That was that was actually the first book I read, Mateo. Oh, cool. We had right. it in app form. So Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it's there's there's actually two. There's um the one with just Grover and then there's a second one with Grover and Elmo yeah, in it. We have both of those yeah. too. So highly, highly recommend Big Green Monster in in the app form as well as the physical books. The app form's fu- uh cute because there's a little song. They made a song with it too. Oh, cool. And uh, they can sing along karaoke style to it. So I'm going to check this out. You should. It's really, I love it. It's one of my favorite series of books. So um, they were reading it to him at school. And I, there for a while, he was saying, go away, mommy. I'm like, <laughs> where did he learn go away? Well, yeah. they were reading this book and that's what it was. Go away. Two yellow eyes. <laughs> so we just kind of translated it to us. For a little uh, while, but it's it gives them more control, right? That's what they yeah, they're yeah. trying to control their world. But yeah, all right. Let's see what do we got. Um, we got a couple of emails. So we have one from John. He says, "Hi, gang. Uh, I thought I'd throw in my two cents on the subject of Nicole's white lie of having two kids." So I don't know if you heard, but uh, I told a little white lie to uh, a cashier at Walmart. <laughs> And then she she assumed I had two kids, and I just said yes. Oh, because uh, you wanted something for you, and no, no, well, no, I just I I just said yes because I don't know why I said yes. Maybe because I just thought that would be it, and yeah, I just yeah. um and but it wasn't it. And she proceeded to like ask me their ages, and then ask if they were Her. in school, and I'm just yeah. going, oh my god. Um, so John continues, he says, she, she needs to understand how to embrace those situations. When I asked if they were, um, in school, they were, the reply should have been, well, the older one is, but the younger one recently passed away. John, (laughs) 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 and I'm still buying things for him during the holidays. So I'm sure the conversation wouldn't have continued long after that. Uh, if you're going to lie, go all in. Make yeah. it as crazy as you can. Uh, usually stops the conversation from moving forward and you go back to what you were doing. <laughs> Love the show. As a grandparent, it takes me back to the days when my kids were growing up and reminds me of all the fun times. John, John, I have a feeling you were you were a hoot <laughs> as a parent. <laughs> uh, I don't think I would have said that. See, when I, <laughs> when I said I had two kids, I was like, uh, I don't know. I... I think I'm a little superstitious too. Mm, so mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like to play out a situation uh, that I would never want to happen. Right. 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 So right. that's probably why I wouldn't do that. <laughs> uh, we also have one from Haley. It says, hi, Nicole and, and amazing guest. That would be you, Steven. Hey, uh, I'm not a parent, but I love the show and had to write in uh, about your last episode where you spoke of rolling with people's questions that go further than they expected. I often watch my cousin's kids, and since we all had a few, we all have a few dominant family traits. It's easy to tell we're related. The youngest, uh, Brianna, uh, hangs out with me the most, and people always assume. Uh, Brianne, sorry. Uh, he's he's mine. 95% of the time I roll with the assumption because it's less awkward than correcting them and I haven't had many issues. But one time it got super awkward when I took him to get his hair cut and the stylist asked <laughs> had asked uh, me his age. Um, uh, 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 sorry, I lost my place. Her little boy's birthday was that week before and started asking him about the theme of his birthday party. She looked at me, expecting me to tell her all about it. He had been with his mother the weekend of his birthday, so I had no clue what the theme was. I froze in panic, stumbled over my words, just to say they were there wasn't really a theme. <laughs> I was yeah. so embarrassed, and it made me look like a bad parent for not knowing. Uh, this is nowhere close as near uh, bad as assuming assumptions people made about me and his, and his older brother when I was twelve. Uh, when Tyler was born, I would receive the dirtiest and most pitiful looks from people who thought I was his very young mother, especially oh, yeah. after he really hit me. Oh, so I received 
many more pleasant smiles as a 24-year-old mother to four-year-old Brennan. Thanks for producing this awesome show, Haley. So (laughs) that's, yeah, it's it's amazing how uh, people assume and judge just, and I don't even know if they do it on purpose. It just kind of happens, right? Have you had any of those awkward, have you ever had any of those awkward moments? Uh, oh yes. All the time when, uh, when I'm buying toys for myself at the store <laughs> and it's like, um, we'll, you know, like a bunch of Lego that we're buying all at once yeah, yeah, and yeah. Mason's in the cart with me, uh, or standing there and we're just buying all these Legos and the clerk looks at me and goes, Oh, somebody must be having a birthday coming up real soon. And I'm just like, yep. <laughs> next week. <laughs> you buy buying your breaking bad, uh, figurines from Toys yeah, R Us. Toys, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> Not anymore. Did, well, no, they didn't. They didn't take the toy off the shelf, did they? That's the story that I saw last night. Was oh, that they didn't take it off the store shelves stupid. after Cranston Yeah. Did you see a Brian Cranston's reply? No, I haven't. Um, so, if you're not familiar what we're talking about, the, uh, there was a petition. Uh, apparently, in the adult air, the adult aisle of Toys R Us. Wow, that sounds bad. Yeah, but, that's, that's not <laughs> bad. <laughs> but they have you know they have action figures they have figurines so Mm -hmm. there is a character of Walter White from Breaking Bad and a mom got really upset about it and did a a petition but Brian Cranston who plays Walter White uh, tweeted Florida mom petitions against Toys R Us for Breaking Bad action figures and he I'm so mad I'm burning my Florida mom action figure in protest (laughs) (laughs) Uh, classy I love him I love him I just think that's silly yeah. I mean, there there are all kinds of action figures in that um, mature. God, that, I can't even find the word for that aisle. But I know well, what, I, mean, I know where like, it is. It's just fourteen and up. Yeah, fourteen well, and that's up. That's what it should be. Yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I think that does it for a show. Oh, great! Yay. Well, thank you. Thank I mean, you. Boo! It's t- I don't mean to sound like I'm glad that it's over, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, we want to thank our sponsors of the show, Doghouse Systems. You can go to doghousesystems.com. Check out their awesome PCs, which I have one. I love it. That's what I use on my gaming machine. Um, and if you decide you want to pick one up, you can use the code NERD and get a free upgrade of 120 gigabyte solid state drive. Ooh. I love Ooh. solid state drive so much. They just, boom, work. Uh, also, Chore Monster. You can head on over to choremonster.com and s- sign up for your free account. And basically, gamify chores, which I'm getting closer with Mateo. I think we might have some fun rewards to set up with Chore Monster because I think he's understanding it more. Where Excellent. He, yeah. Uh, thanks to Alpha Geek Radio for letting us uh, host, or he's hosting, uh, streaming live on alphageekradio.com. We try to do this every Wednesday. Try because we're parents, you know, things come up, kids get mm-hmm. sick. So, yeah, you can head on over to alphageekradio.com for all the other shows. And, of course, uh, if you want to talk with other nerd parents, you can head on over to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash nerdparents. You can also follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash nerdparents. And then there is a section of the Extra Life Forum uh, for nerd parents. So forum.myextralife.com. Uh, of course, if you want to send us an email, maybe you have a music recommendation, a board game, app, just a general question, whatever. Send it in directly to nerdparents at gmail.com or you can just head on over to the website, which every show is full of meticulous show notes. So everything we talk about, I, I'm you might even hear me typing on occasion. That's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm typing up in show notes so I can put those in there. So if, you, if you're like, I remember Nicole talked about something on one episode. Where is it? That's where it is, nerdparents.com. And, of course, you can follow me directly on Twitter at Nicole Spag. And, Stephen, you are at? At Major Spoilers. Major Spoilers, the most awesome, coolest podcast <laughs> ever. Seriously, if you're not listening to Major Spoilers, you really need to listen. Um, one of uh, Stephen's co-hosts, Matthew Peterson, is mm-hmm. now officially a regular. He's been on the show so many times. I'm like, yeah, just come on. You're a regular now, cool. <laughs> Matthew. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I love major, major Spoilers. And I just noticed that you um, just released a uh, a Munchkin set of Critical Hit. Yes. That's so yes. cool. 
Yeah, so we had uh, actually all of our listeners to our Munchkinland podcast. They wrote in with what would make a cool set for Critical Hit for an expansion set. And so then we have one of our uh, fans wanted to do all the art for us. So he did all the art. And we've got a 17-card expansion set that uh, for our VIP members over at members.majorspoilers.com where they can download that and glue it onto some blank cards and have their own uh, Critical Hit oh, expansion so set. Oh, cool. You know what? I'm a VIP member. You're going to get yours then. Yay! I love it. <laughs> Awesome. Well, Stephen, thank you so much for hanging out. Thank you. Yeah, and we'll talk with you in a week. Take care. Definitely. Bye. so good, it's like you're there!